too many Tic Tacs in the town. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the 3.38 starting time. Please welcome from Toronto, Ontario, Canada, Matthew Wiley. Play away, please. I don't know. I don't. I don't know if we. That wasn't a great pod, was it? You want to run it back? Ma. Golf Lady at 224. That's a banger. Eric Prides, Prids, Prides. Generate. And by the way, you can say, put your fucking hands up to any song on earth. Watch. Put your fucking hands up. Proven. Uh, Golf Lady uh, 224. 224. That song came about actually because because Fox on their outros on football on their cutaways to commercial has has really introduced me to some some great songs and artists I hadn't heard of before. Uh, the last one was and I used it on a podcast. Who was it? Mondo Cosmo. Come on. So who was ever doing the music outros to the commercials? is doing a fantastic job. It's one of the best parts. And so I had to Shazam to see who that artist was. And sure enough, it's Eric Prides, Prids. So here we are, Golflandia 224. Speaking of which, on football, football smashed. I smashed showdown, at least the 2-2-2, which is a very big point of pride because there's a lot of really good players in that. And also the Bengals won. And every single drooler out there, excuse me, I'm just keep on hitting the volume. There we go. I can't hear anything. Every single spiller and drooler out there, including everyone on the pregame show who picked Buffalo, could not get over the fact that Buffalo uh, was going to win that game. Except for Boomer Sison known homer so the Bengals once again get disrespected i go a little bit the other way heavy and when i do that showdown build and this is unique to football well not really i guess it's everything doing some nba tonight i'll get killed but basically looking at public projections which is going to be a reflection of ownership and changing them to what you believe the game script will be like everyone was going to love in love with Buffalo, so you know if Bengals smash, which I believe they 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 would do, then you've got an advantage. Same with going anti Dallas all the time. And speaking of Dallas, that was embarrassing. I at least thought Dallas would have a chance of winning that game, but that that was embarrassing. But you get America's team. Everyone's on board. Put your hand down that garbage disposal again, America's team. 
and you play the opposite side and you're going to win. And they'll, they'll do the same thing with, with the Chiefs next week and the Bengals. And they'll undervalue the Bengals and um, we're going to the Super Bowl again. We. We are. We did this. Who day? But yeah, I mean, I can't, you know, if you nail the game script, seems easy. Find some holes in public projections. What everyone's using. Change your sort of floor and ceilings in terms of what output is going to happen for certain players. You know, let the optimizer do the math in terms of roster construction, but it will automatically play plays you like better at a good price. And if they hit like a Hurst or a Mixon, uh, you're going to win. And that's and that's that. I mean, I was killed in golf because what are projections in golf? What, are, what is a human being going to do over the next four days? No one knows. Um, Rom won, so the ownership was right on that. But other than that, I can't put together six golfers who make the cut. Just not going to ha- not, not even over three days with a minus 10 cut. <clears throat> That's not fun currently. The Cowboys, they were embarrassing. But Skip Bayless, you know, puts out that content afterwards. And you know it's scripted. And you know he just understands that you say anything about the Cowboys in the United States, good or bad, anything polarizing, you're going to get attention. He's the Cowboys guy. It's all an act. But he overplayed his hand with the video, if you've seen my Twitter account, of him tossing the Dak Prescott jersey into the trash, which was completely staged up to, you know, he, he, you could see him pausing before he walked into the kitchen and getting a cue from whoever was recording it. Throws the jersey into a trash can in the kitchen, which is how many have people have a floating trash can in the middle of their kitchen with no trash bag? The heavy breathing. Flipping around the jersey so you see the name and tossing it in. I'm so mad. I guess it gets some Dallas fans all worked up to. But hey, hey, he makes $8 million a year. He gets ratings. So maybe the PGA Tour needs some of that polarizing. Because right now, they're not getting ratings. Saw from... Uh, the Twitter account that posts TV ratings on golf, Golf Channel Thursday, PGA Amex down 38% from 2021. And this is on top of week after week, day after day, ratings drop year on year. And I know from golf hardo land, there's always an excuse. Well, season three of Magnum PI was on. It doesn't matter. These things should not be going negative. But you can feel it. I'm telling you, from a macro level, you can feel it in the golf sort of community. There's less chatter. There's less enthusiasm. There's less talk. It isn't good. If, you're, if I'm going to bet my life on whether the ratings are going down, I'm going to say absolutely yes, because I have less of an interest right now. I'm trying to spark it, but I don't even watch Sunday. 
was watching the Bengals smash. And this may not, this will change, I'm sure, as we get heavier into golf season. But it makes it tough when you got three to six golfers. A guy shoots nine under over three days and misses a cut. But also, all the villains are gone. You need villains in sports to make things, to create that tension to get people to watch. Cowboys versus Niners. Good versus bad. Blah, 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 blah. What is that in the PGA Tour now? Plus all the male histrionics from last year and continuing on both sides, I'm sure has turned off a lot of people. Spoiled, entitled, you know, you've got a career in golf. Doesn't seem too bad to me. And now they're, they want to chop up money from sponsors that are going to see these ratings that isn't going to be there. So, people think this Netflix documentary will change things. Like, like I guess, the Formula One, which I didn't watch, and draw people into golf. The difference is, with Formula One, an American audience has largely, at a macro level, not, not you Formula One slaps, but for most everyone else who doesn't watch, has no clue about Formula One racing. Where, where it is, who the drivers are, I can't name one, what the races are about, nothing. So yes, there's a, there is a space to develop a new audience in the United States, sports audience, that may take an interest in it, plus add DFS. But golf is pretty well known in the United States to everyone, as are these golfers. So it's not going to be the same apples to apples. What is this golf you speak of? And where might we play it? Uh, Golf course? You know everyone. So... I hope it does well, though. I mean, anything behind the scenes, anything behind the scenes sports is excellent, typically. I mean, NHL mic'd up is some of the best content you can see. Watch some of those YouTube videos. They're fantastic. Drew Doughty, just absolutely humiliating players who just got called up from the minors. But if the if the tra- teasers and trailers for this Netflix golf doc are any indication of the content, like here, I mean, you're going to throw your best stuff in there to get people really juiced up. And it could, it could be great. But if it's just Brooks melancholy putting in a hotel room saying how much he hates golf, I mean, even he doesn't like golf. And he's a golfer. I don't know if that's going to really ring the bell. To me, this I would rather watch the behind the scenes of Skip Bayless putting together that fake Dak Prescott video. I broke it down like this is a Pruder film. Anchorman picture on the wall, the stomping, the gritting of the teeth, the who's filming, who cued him, how many takes did he do? 
This isn't one take, Jake. He's not one take. The spin, the stomp, he can't walk properly. Someone said, did he lower Did he lower the door frames in the house to make himself look taller? Yeah. That's exactly the analysis. That's, that's, that's great content. So Skip knows what he's doing. But with golf, all the villains are gone. You need the Reeds and Brooks's back to create that tension. Yes, and a lot of people will enjoy it. Of course they will. I'm not talking about the hardened golf fan, the spinny wedge tweeters. Those people, yes, they will enjoy it. They'll enjoy anything golf. But this is, this is broaden the band here. I like Golden Girls. Not for everyone. It can't be, the tour cannot survive off PGA, super fan, super golfer, hardo fanboys. It can't. It can't survive off 138,000 people watching Golf Channel, which has gone out of business, basically, on Thursday. When NFL, any game is drawing 14 to 21 million. 21 million, 50 million. I mean, look at the PGA interactions on Twitter. There's nothing. Nothing. Macro. Just the, just the 50,000 foot level. Just like market macro this morning. And all these Super Bowls. The stock market drawing their triangles and wedges on their charts. Thinking that because the line will pop out of the top of their triangle, the market's just going to explode. It didn't today. It didn't today. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, it didn't break out. So my entire feed this morning was charts. Market's going to explode. <laughs> didn't really happen. Am I short? Yes, of course. Am I trying to will this to existence? Yes. <clears throat> oh, speaking of music, speaking of music, we talked about the Fox News entry into helping me, oh, sorry, intro me to new music that I had not yet heard of. So I put a tweet out there yesterday. Listen to this. What is the, what, what, what does this what feelings does this give you? Close your eyes and listen to this song. And picture yourself. And I'll, I guarantee I'll get most of this right in terms of what you're picturing. Listen. Okay. The CBS new theme song, 2021 and beyond. A little bit more. It's Sunday. It's about 8 o'clock. Round four is over. You're outside grilling with the sun in your face. And you're just contemplating life because you faded David Thompson. Or Grillo. And you lost it all. That is the song of defeat. You lost all your bets. 
when you hear that song. Everything I've ever sweated and lost last second has always been followed up. Me eating corn on the cob with the kids and the family. Jim Nance saying, what a day for golf. And me being like, fuck yourself, Jim. <laughs> Go to hell. Thank you. Jim's fine. That's it. That's the song of defeat. That is the song of defeat. All right, Tory Pines this week. Let's give some golf some love because this is a <coughs> golf podcast. These notes for this course are not in any sort of order. They're just compiled from history and from the back of my brain and also things I just decide to make up. But Tory Pines, uh, North Course, you plot, plod, plot, plod your way around it. Approach, short game, tactical. I think they, I think they destroyed it a couple of years ago. What was it? Uh, I don't know. It was torched in 2022. Yeah, I remember that. South Course, different. Bogey avoidance. Who can make POA putts? Greens are quick. You got to be a great iron player and bunker player. The rough is treacherous. Length helps, but Snedeker here won twice. Or Snedeker won here twice. Leishman lost strokes. Sorry, he was last in fairways hit in 2020 and won because he's a great iron player. Um, from a golfer, from a player, Poa and Bent grow at different rates. This is the greens. Mix that with footprints. It's a shit show. Rough is normally up, is normally wettish. Greens are shit, hard to make putts, and lots of short ones missed. Greens will be fast. He goes two wedges on the south course with legit no eagle chances. Mid to long irons all day. So you cannot hide from it. So long irons. See Tiger Woods. Ball striking, elite game around the green. Rando putting. But you're going to see a lot of easy two putts missed. I think Will Z Day 3 2022. Go back to that tape. Leading an approach may not indicate success. Pick the best golfer. May sound simple, but here it goes. Pick the best golfer. And if you look at, I don't think ownership is out yet. I don't think I've ever done a podcast on a Monday. But since it's a Wednesday start, some names that popped out at me, I think. Thomas is underpriced, but he'll be overowned. He does all those things well, typically. Zalatoris, Homa. Homa may be a good playoff. Thomas, I don't know. This field's wild. Taylor Moore, I like him as an iron player. He's good. Yeah, no idea. Taylor Moore. There's the pick of the week, Taylor Moore. Taylor Moore and then Max Homa wins. Heard it here first. Little short, little sweet podcast. Golf Landy 224 wins 225. I don't know. I don't know. But good luck this week. And put your fucking hands up. <laughs> <laughs>